Ali, hello. Hey, welcome. Uh, Uva Ball is back with me, Gary Otto. How are you, Uva? You just got back from where? Spain? Yeah, we went to the island of uh, Mallorca. It's the biggest holiday Spanish island um, uh, in Spain. They have 200,000 people per day coming in and out. Wow. Yeah, it's crazy there. So it's, uh, but we went in the north of the island, what is not so crowded as the south. And uh, the advantage there is like you have a long, long sand beach and you can ho- go for the kids. It's it's not dangerous because you can walk out like 100 meters. It's not getting deep fast, you know, so you're not be like looking around the whole time. Are the kids <laughs> drowning or something? It's like... Uh, basically very flat for like a hundred meters before it gets deeper so uh from this point of view it it was very good and uh we also besides the total craziness on the airports in germany uh in spain on the flight back was like no problem at all and we took only hand luggage uh so that our suitcases couldn't disappear so yeah that's been happening everywhere yeah, you know, so that happened. The the footage from that uh, Banditos documentary is still not there. Oh, what, God. The guy shot his suitcase is completely gone, including the drone. But we have the, the other footage he shot. We're loading it right now, actually, in the system. Um, but then the drone footage would be missing, what would be very bad, you know, because, of course, you want the big drone footage opener for the whole documentary. And uh, that will be then not happening anymore. So I, I hopefully that suitcase uh, pops up. I mean, otherwise uh, the airplane, the airline also has to pay a lot of money to that guy because yeah. equipment, everything is gone. I mean, it's ridiculous uh, what shit show uh, happened here at the at the airports, right? So uh, yeah, but. Well, speaking of shit shows, <laughs> Donald Trump, right? So. Yes, Donald Trump. The news from right here in Florida. <laughs> yeah, Donald yeah. Trump's Mar-a-Lago home has been raided by the FBI. <laughs> yeah, I love it. I know. I'm laughing. I was laughing all night long. <laughs> no, I, I I think. Um... The whole time we were, uh, uh, you know, like we were thinking like, what the fuck? You know, what what is going on? Uh, why Trump is not in jail? And now finally, uh, it looks a little um, more dangerous for him, you know? So... Uh, well, y- you know what I think that they're doing? I think that Remember that he had all those FBI, like, classified files, like he had classified White House files at Mar-a-Lago, and there are things that are missing. So they're probably looking for the classified files. Yeah, totally. But that would not, like, do it for me, to be honest. I I think, uh, of course, he should be on trial for treason. And not for taking files from the White household. Well, right <laughs> now that he has two official um, uh, cases against him right now. One of them is the mishandling of files 
and the other one is January 6th. So the January 6th one is not yet done. I know you're disappointed, but let's hope that Liz Cheney uh, gets him by the balls, you know? Yeah. No, I, I mean, not Liz Cheney. I, I think the state attorney. Well, yeah. isn't she on the she's on the board for January 6th, isn't she? Yes, but they cannot file a, a criminal lawsuit. Like oh, they can only they, suggest. No, they can only like bring yeah. the evidence, right? And then as a state attorney has to uh, take over. So it's basically up to Merrick Garland. Finally do something against him, you know? Yeah, Merrick Garland, the, the that guy. Totally, you know. But during we were talking here, I have to quick listen to a very quick message. I just got on WhatsApp and I explain you in one second what it is. Wait one second. I have to just do it. Uh, Cheryl is going away for a couple of nights. So the soonest she could pick it up now would be on the 15th next Monday. Mm. I'll see if she can try today before she leaves town, just as an attempt. And then we can see where we are from there. Yeah, because now you remember I'm a Canadian citizen also, right? Yeah, yeah. And finally my passport came after 10 weeks. So, But now, because nobody was at my house, uh, the passport is at the mail office and only I can pick it up. Oh, God. But I cannot go to Canada without the passport, right? I'm blocked. So now I have to figure out how that passport can get picked up or just sent from there straight to Germany to me because I will need it to enter Canada. I had the same shit before with my permanent resident card when I forgot my permanent resident card from Canada and they didn't let me travel. And I said, oh. but I can just travel with my German passport because I can be uh, like a tourist, right? And they said, no, if you don't, if you're a permanent resident or passport holder from Canada, you cannot go as a tourist with a different passport. You're not entering Canada. So what is completely fucked up in the way because it's completely... That is, com- so you sure. can't go with a German passport? No, not if you also have a Canadian passport or a Canadian... Uh, um, uh, the permanent resident card. Well, what but... happens if you just don't tell them? No, they, they, they stop you at the airport. Okay. That is what happened to me. I wanted to check in. That happened two years ago. I wanted to go there and check in. And they said, uh, where is your uh, permanent resident card or your tourist visa? Like from Germany to Canada, you still have to do, do, uh, register online uh, a tourist visa for like 10 bucks, right? So but the tourist visa, if you're a permanent resident or citizen, is blocked. As soon as you put your name in, it doesn't work. So wow. So I said, okay, but my permanent resident card is in Canada. And I'm here in Frankfurt, and now I need to go there. No. So they refused to fly me. And then what I did is I went to Seattle and drove over the border. Huh. Because there the driver license is enough. So, I mean, it's totally, in a way, totally absurd. But this time, everything is completely fucked up because I, of course, in the ceremony, when I was at the ceremony to turn into a Canadian citizen, you have to cut up your permanent resident card. Oh, God. Yeah, in front of the judge. And (laughs) then, so now you have nothing for like till now. Now I have the passport, like for 10, 12 weeks, I had basically nothing, no, no Canadian identity. So now there is the passport sitting in the office 
and only me can pick it up. What is again a total idiotic idea? No, I don't you know. Even know I mean, what why I cannot That's sign crazy. normally, like what you can do in Germany, and I'm sure in US too, you just sign it over to somebody. You you say instead of me, the following person can pick it up. And yeah. then you sign this, you sign the delivery notice, right? And then uh, like I could do that per email or whatever. Make a copy of my ID and uh, say here, uh, my, oh God, it's, I see already like the shit show happening here. And uh, yeah. My, well, I really hope everybody out there, let's hope that Canada gets their shit in a row and uh, Uva can get his uh, passport. Because this yeah. situation just sounds absolutely crazy. Yeah, it's. I think it's like bureaucracy. Yeah, you know why? Why making uh, 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 um, things uh, easy if you can make them also complicated? That yeah. is my feeling, you know. But coming back to Trump, uh, I think um, I see that as a good sign. You saw they did a poll this week where Trump was 75% supporting, supported from the Republican uh, voters and only in DeSantis, only 25%. Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it's not that DeSantis is perfect, but uh, uh, he at least is younger, uh, you know, and maybe not so corrupt and crazy like Trump. Uh, but Trump, I think he still has that party in the hand. Yeah. If he runs, he will be the candidate. You know? Yeah, well, you know what? I, I Right now, I think they're trying to paint um, around him uh, some kind of like uh, uh, a way to get him not to run again. I think with all this stuff with the FBI raid, I think that and I think that if he gets prosecuted, that well, how can he run? There's got to be some sort of a clause that if he's like a felon or something, I don't know. But they're 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 building a case around him. I know that he still has the Republican Party support, but the problem here is, even if the Democrats succeed in blocking him from being able to run again, he's being painted as a martyr. He's like the Republican Jesus Christ. You know what I mean? Um, and yeah. I think I think that uh, even though his misdeeds are catching up with him, uh, he's you saw his statement. He acts like he did nothing wrong when he earned this. It's not like the, the FBI just one day woke up and decided to randomly raid his, you know, let's go. Let's go fuck with Donald Trump. That's not what they did. They they had reason. Trump earned this. Trump committed various crimes to earn the fact that his residence got raided by the FBI never he's right this has never happened to a former president before but a former president has never committed the crimes that Trump has committed either so you know like it's, yeah, it's not, not at this level yeah you know, like in this in this crystal clear on the nose in in your face level yeah what what he did he acted the whole time he didn't care about the law he didn't care about democracy, so he went straight forward and and uh, did all kinds of shit what he shouldn't did and shouldn't do, and and he did it and never cared, and now it comes back to him, 
Yeah, and, and I, that's why sure. I don't want to fucking yeah. hear people say, "Yo, poor Donald Trump. Why are they attacking him? Why are they picking on?" It's a it's a misdeed of democracy. Like fuck you. He's a fucking liar. <laughs> you know, he's a criminal. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no, and here's he is he is a that is the main point. He's a total liar, and uh, uh, he went to that. CPAC or whatever it was, where Orban was the Hungarian president also, who's a total fascist, basically. And, uh, you know, and uh, it's it's just ridiculous. It's yeah. just total ridiculous. Uh, what, where he, how he appears, what he lies to the people. And you have a lot of times the feeling the people just want to get lied on. Like they, you know, they want to... Uh, just believe what somebody says and they are completely ignorant to any outside facts to them. Yeah. Like Corona, nobody died from Corona. Nobody, uh, the, the vaccine doesn't bring anything, whatever, like whatever it is. Right. And that is the thing. I think we in our podcast here, we discuss facts. It's like wherever the facts lead us to, is that what we feel believe say and uh it's it's from from the beginning on i'm more like completely let's say uh open-minded and not a political partisan person oh yeah That's a good example on the last bill mayor show last friday there was a democ from, from the democrats a woman she is a strategist and she did uh, election campaigns for the democrats and also, uh, uh, Rob, no, no, who is it? Rob Reiner tweeted something. Yeah. And I think that is where the Democrats like shooting themselves in the knee. You know, when, when, because when they say, like Rob Reiner said, for example, you vote Republican if you want that a 10 years old girl who got raped cannot do an abortion. Yeah. So, and yeah, but that is just not true. You know, you know why it's not true? Because, yeah, it's a point, but it's not the only point people go to vote. People yeah. vote not because of minority detail bullshit. What is, of course, the whole abortion thing is absolutely ridiculous what the Republicans doing. And a lot of people will use this to say, I'm not voting Republican anymore because they are acting like this. But there are also millions and millions and millions of other people who uh, who just think, see, see things completely different. And they say, for me, more important is how what a political party is taking care of the environment or of the economy or whatever, you know? Well, I think that Rob Reiner was half joking. I mean, two things. Number one, Twitter is very short. Like, yeah. it's been only, only a certain number of characters. But I think that, he got his point across, even if it's, it came across a little bit like Spinal Tap in itself, you know, like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I know. I know. It's it's like, but when you, uh, let's say, boil everything down to a few lines. Or to a few, oh, like, issues. Yeah. You know, then you may be not, like, then you may be missing a point or you're missing some basic some basic stuff stuff and for example bill mayer said 
a lot of people will vote Republican because they are anti-Vogue, anti-cancel culture, yeah. anti-Me Too, you know, because they felt the whole time um, bound, like, like it kind of chained up based on the new gender bullshit, what, what a lot of Vogue people, a lot of lefties, liberal, libertarians and democ Democrats are pulling here. And, uh, and I think that pisses people off and then they vote Republican because they think the Republicans let, let us be more free. They don't come up with the mask mandate, with the vaccine mandates and stuff like this. That's and, a really good point, actually. That's a very yeah. good point. Yeah. You know, it's just like, yes, you can get a vaccine if you're in Florida or in California, but you don't have to. And nobody looks at you like you're like in, in L.A. You look like a, a, a criminal, uh, whatever, proud boy fan if if you don't go and get a vaccine. You know, in other in other states, it's this kind of like do whatever you want. Like, and it's, uh, it's more than just vaccines, though. It's like the woke culture is like, let's just say that I made a joke that had um like a racist edge to it, like just a joke. Like yeah. I call I call a guy Chong or something, yeah, you yeah. Know, who's Asian for just to, you know, then the person will come out, they'll try, they'll scold me, and then they'll try to educate me on why I'm a racist and all this other fucking shit when it was just a joke. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, and that is that's... the second point. I did a joke like under friends and they half of them were like dead silence. I said for, I, I, as a joke, right? As a, I mean, that is the thing. What, what I don't get is freedom of speech, of jokes, of comedy, whatever to say, like only assholes died on COVID. So if, you, if I say a line like this, I think it's totally funny, you know, because of course it's not true, but yeah. it's funny. Yeah, and I think in comedy or stand up or, or movies like Postal or whatever, you have to be able to make jokes about everything, and that's the whole point of of making fun out of stuff. Also, is what I think this kind of like going further as the viewers or the listeners, whatever, could imagine, so that they say, oh. Oh my god i never heard this so and that is the whole point i mean what how you drive art forward or writing or filming or podcasts whatever is of course to open uh the view of the audience to other things different things yeah. you know and if and, it's the same shit it gets fucking boring and that's all that's out there right now and totally. if everything was fucking pc perfect Yes. How boring would everything fucking be? You know, like, <laughs> no, that is the thing. It's like, you know, it's like when you see stand up comedians and a lot of them turned into total pussies. Only yeah. to, there's a reason, like, I cannot watch Saturday Night Live, uh, you know, because it's, it's just too political correct. Yeah. It's like, oh, feel home here. Nobody gets insulted. Only the bad, 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 bad Republicans getting insulted from us. <laughs> all on the same page, you know. But the whole point of comedy is that everybody gets insulted. Everybody in a good stand up, everybody should feel uncomfortable at one point. Yeah. All, the, all, all the audience should feel like attacked and uncomfortable at one point and then laugh about it and laugh about like how could I be limit myself, my spirit, my, my thinking to this 
nothing basically you know and i think that is that is very very important to uh to free yourself from these limits who are now and that is what you said before they putting all the shit on us yeah all the, the labels labels label labeling and that, that you cannot say this you can never work again we talked about it with uh, about uh, casey affleck right how can you have a 2010 complaint of two women uh, uh now making your career bad yeah you know they didn't said he raped us and put us in a ditch he they said they was an asshole on set to us and did sex jokes or whatever right so and then your career should be over as an oscar winning actor i mean it is ridiculous to even yeah. discuss that you know so and, and that is what i mean it's like it went so far that anybody who twitters the wrong thing comes on the index comes on the list like uh, you should never talk again. You should never be seen in public again. And I think that took over a lot, a lot of uh, uh, people they say in the middle took so way back that they're not with their full heart voting. Maybe they still vote Demo Democrats when the shit hits the fan, but not full convinced. Yeah. You know, like me, like us, we're not fully convinced. I don't no, think. totally not. Totally not. You know, and and it, it it's like uh, uh, if if you would have like a, a George Bush Senior or a Ronald Reagan running, I'm not sure if a lot of if the Democrats with with Biden running again uh, would would vote for Biden. Yeah. Well, you Biden. Know, Honestly, the thing about his age is pretty – that's a pretty valid concern because another term is what, four years? Yeah. He's already and what? He's like fucking 110 or something? No, he, then he goes over 80, but but he's yeah. now, I think, 78 or something. So now uh, – but he still has two years to go. So when he wants to run again, he will be 80 for the next term from 80 to 84. And he doesn't appear, it's a mix, right? He appears fragile and he appears like senile from time to time. But sometimes he appears very sharp and full on. Yeah. It's well, like I think a lot of when he looks bad is him reading from a teleprompter. I think he yeah. sucks at reading from a teleprompter and it yeah. makes him look like a fucking, that's what makes him look senile, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but before, you know why they did that now, right? Be because before various times he said things he shouldn't say. He, oh, he, yeah. Or, or he lost his shit and whatever, like was talking about totally something totally different. Yeah, there's know? a couple and, of like uh, out of context uh, like, videos oh, of him. Yeah. 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 There's something what, for example, can never happen to to Trump because Trump never reads anything from the teleprompter and doesn't have any goal in talking besides making the crowd excited. So he goes with the mood and he basically can never go wrong in bashing everybody into the ground. Yeah. You know, like whatever, like he also like is doing the typical thing. What a lot of people do is this kind of like, he completely ignores that he was the president for four years and uh, he had four years to do stuff. And he, the only thing in four years he did was getting more business for his family going and insulting worldwide 
partners and allies and schmoozing up to dictators and completely lunatics like Kim Il-jung from Korea. Yeah. You know, I mean that that is the basic thing what he what he did. He loved total mavericks and idiots. He padonged completely fucking pawns from him for their crimes without hesitation, you know. And uh, uh <clears throat> alone that he's associated with and, and people like this the whole time, like shady like out of order dancing with the stars idiots basically <laughs> uh, you know that that that, are, that is his surrounding and uh and that is the thing it's like that he's just not the material for presidency you know but on the other hand uh Biden uh, I mean right now this week was a good week for the republicans right even Manchkin and the other woman voted for the uh, that environmental money and uh more uh, the, I think the economy bill went through yeah so, it did the the what was it called the um I can't even remember what it was called but yeah it did go through and yeah I, so they, they had a, about it yes so I think the so the for the for the Democrats they had a good time this week they moved things along what is uh, what is very positive. Uh, then the job uh, numbers were good, five hundred thousand new jobs. Yeah. Uh, so the economy doesn't look so bad, even with with Corona and the Ukraine disaster. But it has also to do with the China jumpstart the economy now, and uh, basically um, China has a big growth the last four to six weeks after that. The whole Corona lockdowns were lifted, so they, they, if they grow, that help helps also, of course, Europe and US. But yeah. on the other hand, with the Taiwan thing, with Pelosi, uh, so China cracked down on Taiwan a little for five or six days, but I think it's over now, hopefully. Yeah, China was simulating a drill. A simulating an attack on Taiwan. They were they were flying. They weren't dropping any bombs, but it was a simulation of an attack. That's very interesting. Yeah, and you know what? What is also uh, uh, was interesting. So first, I think last podcast we also said already that sixty percent of the worldwide computer chips are manufactured in Taiwan. Yes, sixty percent. So and and basically all of the chips are manufactured in Asia. That fifteen percent in China in Singapore. So it means the West is completely dependent on Asia to make any cell phone, computer, machine, or whatsoever work. What is already insane? Yeah, they don't have a chip manufacturing plant in US or Europe. So that is the, that is the first thing. What was like I, I felt like oh my fucking god, right? But then that was not all because there where China now makes the military uh, whatever maneuver. Between China and Taiwan, Taiwan is an island, 60% of worldwide container shipping goes through. Oh, wow. So if you lock that off, it's a completely disaster. Like a completely disaster because, of course, everything that gets manufactured in China and goes to Walmart and everywhere comes from container ships. Uh, And... um, cars whatsoever computers 
um, they're all in that container ships and it's 60% of the world economy's container ships going through that past passage. So if this is closed because of military drill or an actual war, then all of this will collapse because they have to drive them way, way far around. So then the economy will shrink, pricing goes up, inflation goes up, or maybe some stuff didn't even get through anymore. Yeah. And, uh, but that shows the interconnection between the, uh, the countries. And I don't get it why we always need to even threaten military conflict. I mean, what, well, is, I mean, what is China benefit? If China would actually invade Taiwan, what's the benefit? I mean, if, 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 that is the thing. It's like the price for a war is way too high. You know, like way too high in comparison to Taiwan is producing stuff. Yeah, they make some money on it, but they will make money even after the invasion on it. Because what you want to do? No more computer chips or no more ship, ship trading or whatsoever. And uh, what I also learned in a report is that Taiwan, you cannot actually invade it with tanks or whatever, because all the cities in Taiwan, the big cities, are behind big mountains and the jungle. So it's basically, um, you can bomb the shit out of Taiwan. But if you want to invade a city, you basically need to walk there. Yeah. Or you need like parachutes, right? So you have to whatever, like I have like 500,000 Chinese soldiers jumping out of airplanes to the ground and trying to take over the city. I mean, it's all completely absurd. That idea is completely absurd. And, and why not making a fucking deal? Who cares why China should care about that Taiwan has their own government? They were friendly to each other. They do deals. Why China needs to swallow up Taiwan? It's the same idiotic idea like Russia wants to swallow up Ukraine. For what? After this, the country is completely destroyed and you have 40 million people that hate you and want to kill you. I guess that's something that they have in common, huh? Yes. And I, I think it's, it's so... Uh, 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 so the ex-chancellor from Germany, he went to Putin. He's a friend of Putin, Schröder. And uh, he gets money from Russia also. So in Germany, everybody hates him now. But I think it's good that he uh, tries to uh, negotiate. And so Germany's, we have two pipelines with Russia. And the one pipeline, we never put into action. Like it's empty. Never gas came through because of the political pressure. The other pipeline runs only on 20% right now. And Putin said it's a technical problem, what is total bullshit, but it doesn't matter. But he said if we would switch the other pipeline on, he would send the full gas what Germany needs over. And everybody in Germany, when, when Schröder proposed this, and he said, why not switching the other pipeline on? Everybody flipped out on him, like that he's a criminal, how could you? And it's so pathetic, that discussion is so pathetic because... Uh, Where's the difference? I mean, it's completely, that is the thing. Like the politics, they are so lunatics, you know. What is the difference? We want Russian gas. We are depending on Russian gas, especially for this winter. So, and if it's not coming enough through the one pipeline, why we shouldn't get it through the 
as a pipeline. Yeah. But all the politics say, no, we cannot do that. We have to support Ukraine. Okay, but if you really want to support Ukraine, then we shouldn't get any gas from Russia anymore. I mean, if, if you if you say we're full on pro Ukraine and a total boycott of Russia, uh, how can we then justify to get gas through the other pipeline? You know, I mean, it doesn't make any sense. It's totally absurd, and and that is the thing. That discussion, there are so many political discussions going on. They are so absurd uh, that I cannot just like I, I think other people completely out of the fucking minds, like what. Uh, you know, it's it's so totally absurd. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, it would be like Second World War and during the full-on invasion into Normandy, uh, U.S. is still buying German cars. <laughs> you know, but, but it didn't happen. Yeah. At that point, when the war was really, really happening, uh, of course, there was no trade anymore. There was a war and yeah. so there was a full on like we win or you win and we're fighting it out and not like let's make some side deals. But that is actually happening with Ukraine right now. You know, Ukraine is in a war with Russia, but everybody else says they totally irrevocable support Ukraine. But at the same time, everybody has their deals going. And everybody thinks like, nah, we still need the Russian gas. We cannot shrink the German economy only because of Ukraine. So just fuck it. We need the gas. And and that is the thing. It's like it's so absurd uh, um, that that whole discussion. I'm I'm only pro being honest to each other. You yeah. know, you know, saying like Henry Kissinger. He's almost hundred years old now, and he was a total asshole under Nixon and whatever the. the Foreign Minister for, from US, but he's from Germany originally. And and um, so he turned 99 and he wrote a book about countries and he gave a big interview in, in Germany this week. And he said, of course we have to support Ukraine, but that doesn't mean that we have the same interests. And I think that line is gold. Yeah. No, because that is the reality. Of course we have to say to Ukraine at one point, your interests are not our interests. We have also interests. We have a high interest that the German economy is growing and not shrinking, that we don't have more unemployed people and that the German population has heat at winter times. And we all going full on alternative energy, but we cannot handle it so fast. For the next two or three years, we need the Russian gas. That is the fact in Germany. Not one other country uh, is using more gas as, as Germany, right? So it's it's it, if you can basically say Germany uses more gas as all of Europe combined per year. So and that is the reality. And so I think the German politics should say we're supporting Ukraine with all the other sanctions, but we still will buy for shitloads of money the gas. Yeah, well, Germany is like ninety million people. That's uh, yeah. more more than the UK, more than any of the other European countries. So you guys yeah. need, need you need the gas pretty much. Yeah, and look at the heavy industry in Germany. You know, it's not it's not that in in France or Spain or Italy you have so much like heavy industry. 
it's like uh, uh, you know when you see companies like like Siemens or the, all the car manufacturers, whatever. But VW has seven hundred thousand employees. Yeah, you know, so that is not like a little operation. Like companies like this, it's not like Gucci in Italy who makes some handbags. So you know, like there, they need massive, massive energy, and uh, you cannot like get it without the gas right now it's it's just you can't it's uh, it's impossible you you cannot have uh, new uh, nuclear plants build it in six months or uh, what nobody wants because we don't want to go back to nuclear energy we have three more nuclear plants in germany and now they want to extend them uh, you know but coal mining for example you really want to go back to coal mining we have still some coal plants in germany like us too but the idea was because of an environment to shut them off. Like yeah. now, you know, so gas is clean. It's not like killing our planet as our climber is doing right now. So there's also a thing like what is what would be more important to save the fucking planet or to save Ukraine? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's a very heavy questions, but they're not like... <laughs> But no, not... and it's obvious. It's obvious. I, I agree with you. Yeah. You know, you cannot have like uh, uh, huge uh, gas reservoirs unused and you go all of Europe goes back to coal uh, um, to to basically uh, compensate, you know. You with... have to go back to the dark ages pretty much. Yeah. You know? Yeah. You have, I mean, the fact is in Europe, in the US is a little different, but in Europe, even more because of the weather, sun and wind are unreliable. It's like if you have sun and wind, uh, like electric, electricity providers. The turbines. Yeah, the turbines, right? So it's not enough. It's like just like you, you, you have, like I have, we have here in Mainz, where I live here in the middle of Germany a lot of the wind wheels and you drive by and they're most 80% standing still all the time because there's no fucking wind <laughs> with the climate change, right? If you, you basically have wind energy manufactured in the North and East Sea in the North where some, where the ocean is, there is wind. And then you have sun. Uh, it's also in Germany, you can say, sun energy you can really use six to eight months a year okay but not a lot it's like it's not like the desert here so but four or five months a year sun will not generate any electricity it's just like too dark and too cold so uh, i have sun uh, sun on my roof here sun reflectors and i see in winter you can say four or five hours a day i I get my electricity in my house through my sun uh, 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 things on my roof. In summer, it's 12 to 14 hours. Okay. Where the, where the electricity runs through my But I have an oil tank too still, you know, because I need the oil tank for the hot water and stuff like this. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that is the thing. It's just, so we need the gas from Russia. There is no way around, and um, we we uh, all Germany's economy will shrink. We will have way more uh, unemployed people. We will have uh, people getting very very upset about it, and uh, who knows what political turmoil, uh, you know, what will come. 
and, and, yeah, well, and, it'll affect the entire world. It'll it'll start with Germany, but there's always a domino ripple effect, you know. Yes. So you know, I mean, that is that is where where it is. So what other subjects we we had? I don't know. You seen any good movies lately? I watch on Apple TV um, Blackbird with okay. with Taron Egerton. Uh, he is in uh, jail and tries to. Uh, basically befriend a serial murderer to find out to convict him finally so it's a good show um and i didn't really watch them i was the, the one week in spain we didn't watch anything so i cannot say but i i watched uh, with walter the bus Lightyear film on disney okay it's already out here and i have to say i felt it's super boring I mean, a Pixar movie. There was no humor in. No. You know, it's very, uh, it bombed too. I think it's. Uh, it lost Disney a lot of money, actually. Yeah. It lost them a big yeah. amount. It's already on Disney Plus for free because they just had to release it. But I think it's. it's. Uh, yeah. Well, they couldn't even get back the voice of Buzz Lightyear. Give me a break, you know? Yeah, no ridiculous and uh, yeah and then with Warner right I think we I don't know if we discussed that but with the bad girl didn't even get released the bit think about it they produce a show for a hundred million bucks and throw it in the garbage yeah David Zaslav is from MGM and he's really brutal I'm not surprised he remember he cut CNN plus that yeah. was another discovery that cost them 300 million it only was up for a month. And because it didn't have the returns that they wanted, he cut it out. So he he's up. He's saying that the only stuff that will make it through is high quality product. I wish him a lot of fucking luck because ten years of superhero films. He said he, he said he has a ten year plan. I don't know how you can keep the quality up like that, but. No, I mean, he was dead on that DC stuff was a lot of times really shitty in comparison to Marvel. Yes. You know, but but on the other hand, if I would be a studio boss and I produce something for 100 million bucks, I would at least release a digital and make yeah. something back. Brandon would say, like, fuck that shit. Nobody gives a shit if Bad Girl has a bad TV show, but you need to flood your channels with it or whatever. I'm sure he could offload bad girl for 50 million bucks to amazon hulu or whatever you know it yeah, could, I'm, I'm sure they could. Make some money back and i think as a ceo you're also responsible for making some money and he also shelved the scooby-doo thing for 40 million another scooby-doo uh, uh, uh thing is also like uh garbage. yeah a sequel to scoob it was scoob part two yeah but i think yeah. that that is very very surprising then we just—I think we discussed a few weeks ago where he omitted all the HBO offices in uh, Europe. You know where they first HBO said they're coming to Europe, they're producing in Europe. Uh, they had offices already in Amsterdam, in Holland, in Berlin to do local productions, like what Netflix is doing, what Amazon is doing, Peacock will do it now, Paramount Plus, and Disney is doing it. So to do some European productions. And he also throwed everybody out and closed the offices. So right now, it looks like he has a plan, but the plan is to omit everything. And it cost him in the beginning, 
the next one or two years, uh, Warner will not make a lot of money. They will maybe lose a lot of money, right? So you because you have the, the setup cost. If you hire 20 people and put them in an Amsterdam office, uh, and then you say you're fired, get out of the office, you still have to pay some money out and stuff. You know, like there, there is already like 50 or 100 million bucks were gone for just that European offices and the staff and then wrapping it all up. Yeah. So, you know, that is the thing. It's really like strange, I have to say. It's kind of strange. But what well, I never understood think was about it like this. What if, the movie, what? what if it was a bad movie? You mean bad girl? Yeah, what if Batgirl was no, a bad it wasn't movie? Very ba- I'm 100% sure that it was a very bad movie. I mean, I can only imagine what shit movie that was. But uh, it doesn't really matter. There are so many shit movies. I mean, look at Netflix, how many shit movies they have. Gray, The Gray Man. I mean, I'm sorry, but I mean, 200 million for that film. I mean, you know. <laughs> No, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, we will watch it. We will see how it all plays out in the in the future. But I'm no. not going to be crying over Batgirl because I I honestly don't really care. Oh, me like, too. I, I totally I totally don't care. <laughs> so I have to jump to a Zoom call, and we have to wrap it up for today. Okay. Yeah, but we can do it in a few days. The next one, no problem. All right. So, everybody, thank you for tuning in to Uva Ball Raw USA. I'm Gary Otto. That was Uva Ball. Yes. And why don't you come and uh, follow us on Twitter? And we will see you next time. Perfect. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye bye.